narrow is the way. I'm sure you've heard that before. If you haven't, well, we're going to read about that verse today. And we're in Matthew chapter 7, and we're still in the Sermon on the Mount, cruising through, trying to bust out this section by section, keeping track of the context as we go. And Jesus says this, he says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. So he's contrasting life and destruction. And one of the questions I think we need to ask ourselves is what's being said here? What's he mean? Does he, is he talking about works? Is he saying that if I do enough good things, right? Because he said, narrow is the gate and difficult is the way that leads to life. So difficult, that sounds like work. Difficult. That definitely sounds like work. Is Jesus saying that we have to work our way uh, to life, to heaven? I'm going to go with no because, well, the totality of Scripture would tell us that uh, salvation is a gift. You don't work for gifts. If you work for it, it's wages. Uh, you you don't get paid in gifts. You get paid in what you deserve. Um, we were joking this week with my daughter who had a birthday. Um, about having spent a lot of money on her birthday, which we did because it was a big deal. And every once in a while we spent some money and she was like, well, I'll help pay, you know, and she pulled out some money she had in her pocket, which compared to the amount that we spent during the day, it wasn't very much, but that was okay. Um, I know her heart and her desire is she is incredibly generous and giving. And um, she's an example to me in that, but you know what? There was a lesson there. And the lesson is that when you try to pay for a gift, it's no longer a gift. And so uh, that's an important message. So as we read this, is he saying that this is something we work for? Well, let's read it slowly and see what we can come to. He says, enter by the narrow gate. So that's what we want to do. We want to enter by the narrow gate. For there is another way, right? For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. So there's two ways. One way is wide, and the gate is wide, and it's broad, and it leads to destruction. The other way is narrow. Now, he says there's many who go by the wide way. Now, there is a scripture in the Bible that a lot of people don't like. And a lot of people like to, well, I guess most people want Jesus on their team. It's just one of those funny things, cult groups want Jesus on their team. Believers, non-believers, people want Jesus on their team. Political parties, they want Jesus on their team. But Jesus said something that a lot of people don't like, and this is what it was. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. You see, Jesus made a claim, and that claim was he was the only way. I am the way. Not a way, I am the way. How do I know it's the and not a? Because, well, listen to the whole verse. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. No one comes to the Father except by him. He is a very narrow way. Jesus' way is a narrow way. It's He's saying exclusive, exclusively one way. There's one way to heaven. It's through me. One way to the Father is 
is through me. One way to forgiveness. One way to life. It's through me. On the way. That's a narrow gate. That's a narrow way. What about the other things? What about Hinduism, Mormonism, Buddhism, Confucianism, Muhammadism, and et cetera, et cetera. What about them? Well, they're they're broad. It's the broad way. It's not it's apart from Jesus. They are saying, well, either they say, well, it's not Jesus, or they say it's Jesus plus you gotta do all this stuff. Well, that's not what Jesus said. He is the one way, the narrow way. All the other ways are the broad way. When you say, well, there's many ways to God, that's the broad way. Many ways. All roads lead to God. Nope, all but one. And the other ones all lead to what? Oh, yeah, what Jesus said, destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are a few who find it. Why is it difficult? Why is it difficult the way that leads to life? Well, I think there's a lot of reasons that it's difficult. One is it goes against our some of our basic human nature. We there's some things about us people, you know, like when somebody gives you a gift, like for Christmas, they give you a gift. You're like, oh no, I didn't buy them something. Oh, I left your gift at my house. I'll have to get it to you later. And then you run to the store and buy them something. You know, it's like I don't want to be indebted to somebody. But are we indebted to Jesus? Absolutely. And there's nothing we can do to even the score. We can't earn our way, but we want to do that. Narrow is the way, and it's difficult because we have to die. We have to lay down our life and say, I'm not living for me. I'm going to go against the flow of the world. I'm going to go against the lies of the enemy. I'm going to go against my human appetites that's not easy. That's difficult. And in fact, apart from Jesus, I don't think it's possible to do it, to live for him, apart from his spirit empowering us. And so is it difficult? Well, here's the question. Is it more difficult to give in to sin or is it more difficult to resist sin? Well, clearly at the moment in time, it's much more, it's much easier to give in than it is to resist. When you understand the big picture and the destructive nature of sin, the addictive nature of sin, how it enslaves us, how it takes over our life, its insidiousness. When we see, when we think about the ripples and we think about, you know, once we have given in and we realize that once you give in, it's so much harder the next time not to give in. It's so much harder to stop once you started the ball of sin rolling down the hill. It's hard. It's more difficult. And so we recognize it. We go, yeah, it's difficult, but it's not as difficult as, as living with the results of sin. So the it's difficult at the moment, at the moment of temptation. It's difficult. It's difficult to resist. But you know what's more difficult? It's more difficult being consumed by sin. The difference is it doesn't take any effort. It doesn't take anything from us. We can just let go and give in to it all and watch as it eats us up and destroys our life. But it's an easy thing to do. And I think most of us have experienced that sometime where we've been just caught up in a funk 
you know, whether it was depression or whatever, where we just got caught up in something and we were just stuck, you know, and it was easy just to stay there, not doing anything, laying in bed and not getting up. Something needed to be done. It was easier not to. It was difficult to get up and do what we knew we needed to do. But how many times afterwards we're like, ah, I'm glad I finally did it. I'm glad I finally got up. It's difficult. It requires that, that E word that I've always hated my whole life. Effort. You know, putting in the effort. Does it take effort to follow Jesus? Yeah, it's a, it takes, it's a choice, right? It's a deliberate choice to say my life is his. And then it's a daily choice to say I'm living for him. So is he talking about works? No, he's not saying it's difficult because you have to do difficult works. It's difficult because it requires dying to yourself, laying down your life, taking up your cross daily, resisting temptation is difficult. It's far more difficult than giving in. Going against the flow is harder than going with the flow. But if you only go with the flow, you never build up any strength. And the, the more you go against it, the more you resist it, the stronger you're going to get and the easier it's going to be the next time. The more you give in, the harder it's going to be to give it, to resist it the next time. And narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Well, praise God. My hope today is that you have found it in Jesus, that you recognize who he is and what he's offered and that you've received him as your Lord and Savior, that you've turned from your sin. Acknowledge that Jesus rose from the dead, that he died on that cross for your sin, that he's the son of God, and you've received your, that forgiveness. You've received that free gift of grace and that you've been born again. God bless you.